Hello and welcome to the Uncapped Podcast, proudly presented by Roast House Pub, where elevated culinary creations meet a fresh, evolving craft beer selection, making it one of Frederick's unique dining destinations. Hey everyone, I'm your host Chris Sands, and today I'm in Hellertown, Pennsylvania at one of Lost Tavern's three locations, right? If you uh, count the production facilities correct, one. Correct, yep. Uh, that was Kenny Rampola, one of the founders, and then a special treat this week, special guest host Scott Peluso, also known as Lorenzo the Beer Cat. Meow. The real cat. <laughs> yes, I'm not also known as Lorenzo the Beer Cat. I'm just that's my account. I don't I don't I don't like to go by Lorenzo. Well, people definitely right. refer to you as <laughs> whether, behind my back, what whether, they do behind my back. Whether or not you want to be known as yes. that, that if, if someone says Scott, it's an you know, Lorenzo the Beer Cat. It, it is often follow. I say Scott. Yep. Lorenzo. Let's hear Kenny become your last name. You I got creep, creeped it. out one time when somebody actually called me by my last name at a beer festival. I'm like, I don't know you. And they're like, oh, no, my name's Scott, too. And that's just how we refer, like, you know, we're talking about you. I'm like, oh, well, I've been called worse, so go ahead. <laughs> I just call you the cat. I know you do. So, and let's, uh, I mean, let's talk, start how we start every episode. Uh, what were you doing before Lost Tavern was a thing? Although it's kind of what you're, you're still currently doing also, correct? I'm still involved in a family business. Um, yeah, so I, uh, I sell steel. For a living, uh, fifth generation family. It's a weird business to be in in this area. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> still. We have skeletons well, down the street, but yeah, they're, uh, we uh, we still sell all for all domestic companies. Um, and yeah, it's it's in the blood, rust in the blood, so they say. Um, beers have been named that yet, but uh, yeah. So you don't want to put rust. Rust is you don't want to put the name rust on a beer now. <laughs> blood orange IPA. Yeah, there work. you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Well, I was, um, when Scott and I were walking from the production area over to here, we're not walking, riding, I was telling him this is basically just every steel town in Pennsylvania, like, because I grew up outside of Pittsburgh. Okay, right on. And this is basically every small town in, in the Pittsburgh area. It's like a cookie cutter of how every place looks. Exactly, yeah. I mean, the Hellertown was like a steelworkers town here. Um, so Bethlehem, a lot of the executives lived up on the hill, and uh, this has been like a cool cool spot to live and, and be part of that uh, kind of revitalization, revitalization of uh, the area around here. So which, which road here was nothing but bars? Nothing but bars for the steelworkers? Yeah. Probably right across from the... Okay. Steel Town. Yeah. I mean, there there is multiple country clubs in the area that I don't think a lot of people uh, frequent it as the higher ups. But uh, as far as dive bars, um, yeah, we still have one here in town. But because in like it in the Pittsburgh area, everywhere there was an entrance to the steel mill, there is just either they're still there, like the south side, or the skeletons of just thirty plus bars in each direction from the gate. <laughs> yeah, there, there are quite a few, uh, even if they're not open anymore, uh, remaining frames from bars down in Bethlehem. But luckily, uh, I've been able to watch a lot of them turn into really cool happening places now. So Chris, Chris really just wanted to know where we were going later. Oh, well, like, yeah. What, yeah. what dive bar <laughs> we were finding. Usually whenever, whenever Chris <laughs> enters, a, our group will kind of find the diviest bar that doesn't know it's a dive bar. Like we, that's how I say it's a good dive bar. It's like when you go in and it literally is like they don't even know that they're a dive bar, but <laughs> they are a dive bar. Like that's 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 what constitutes it for me. If you put the word dive bar on the door, it's, it's definitely it's not. definitely not a dive bar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we uh, we we certainly have a way of finding them as well. Yes, uh, within our city and uh, town and uh, outside. I mean, I think that just in your blood growing up in a steel town with the rust. That's, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> the, the rust and the dive bars. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's another beer name. Uh, <laughs> yeah, rust and dive, dive bar. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what, uh, what got you into craft beer then? So I, I got to give uh, a big shout out to my partner, Tony on that one. Um, I, I had been passionate about beer Prior, uh, I actually moved out to Wisconsin uh, a year after I graduated from Penn State, and uh, Milwaukee, being a great beer town, uh, kind of got a quick crash course on what was out there to drink. Um, Some spotted cow. What were you? Uh, what was the? What was the beer? Budget was still tight. Um, spotted. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Milwaukee. Speaking, speaking of dive bars, yeah. No, um, there was plenty of that drink at Penn State, but. Um, 
was really able to kind of there was there was a uh, a spot up a build your own six pack shop down the street from my apartment that I could walk to, um, and when I started to make a little bit of income, being able to to bite into that scene, um, but I did start my home brewing out there with one test batch before I met Tony, who's the production and um, true inspiration as far as behind the beer uh, and producing of it at Lost Tavern and uh, kicked us off as our head brewer and started production. Um, so when I moved back to this area and they were interested in the building, uh, we had an opportunity to chat and it, it was something we really wanted to move forward with quickly. So what did you use to make your first homebrew? <laughs> a kit. The one for Bed Bath & Beyond? <laughs> was it a Mr. Beer? It was Cooper's. Damn it. Yeah. So I decided to start present. conducting a poll because I feel like over 50% of brewery owners that I've interviewed, the first time they homebrewed was with a Mr. Beer kit. So I want to know how many how many breweries in this... Do they own residuals <laughs> too? Yeah. How many breweries in this country are uh, a direct result of a Mr. Beer kit. Yeah, no, my my, uh, my sister actually bought it for me for a Christmas present, knowing I was really uh, starting to grab a passion for craft beer. Um, and then I moved back, and Tony had me over to the garage where he was brewing at the time, and he's doing all grain, you know, and although it was still a small system, was a huge uh, eye-opening experience about what we were about to uh, dive into. So, What was your gateway to craft beer? I have to say... Uh, left hand milk stout was one of my first uh, loves as far as like a nitro pour because I, I, there were so many factors about that beer that was just like a whole different, you know, angle from my Jenny Light keg that we'd buy at Penn State. Um, but, you know, being able to crack that, taste it, feel all the flavors or taste all the flavors and then be able to pour out a glass as fa- or into a glass as fast as you could was uh, pretty nuts to me. <laughs> Was it like one of the ones that had like the shaker, like the nitro can thing at the bottom, like Boddington's or Guinness had? Is that the first ones were? Yeah, yeah, yeah. which I uh, like. Do, does do they have widgets in there? Yeah, yeah. yeah left hand has they, widgets. They, in yeah, there. they started. I, I, one of them was a bottle that I had out the gates too, but I had a widget can early on. I'm like, what the hell? I love <laughs> Bodd- Boddington's. Like, was my first one with like that shaker. I call it a shaker, but obviously it's the technical term is widget. Yeah, yeah, and I love Boddington's. I don't know what it was a. It wasn't a stout, I don't think. It was like a English beer, but that's cool. Yeah. My wife drank so much left-hand nitro stout after having, I think, our second daughter. Because she wanted a Guinness afterwards, and I went to the store, and they didn't have any Guinness. <laughs> and so I grabbed her a left-hand. What, what store was that? Right? <laughs> I mean, they were sold out of <laughs> oh, it. Oh, okay, got you. Um, it was St. Patrick's and Day? What day was it? <laughs> it was just someplace that doesn't have a large stock of it. And, uh, and she loved it. So she drank tons of that after afterwards. Um, so it's funny. Like you, you mentioned New Glarus. One of my absolute favorite beers is their strawberry rhubarb yes. sour ale. Oh, so I've heard you. <laughs> this beer is just as good. You enjoying it's, it? It's, yeah, it's phenomenal. Good, good. Yeah, that's the our double the jam series. So that's kind of a rotating sour series, but um, kind of more on. You know, we do some of the heavy year fruited sours, but that's kind of yeah, more, just a regular normal Berliner, so, right? Uh, it, yes, essentially with, with some sweeteners, but <laughs> as far as lactose. But yeah, yeah. there's a, it does it doesn't seem to be over. No, lack, we don't go. We don't go crazy over. heavy There's on a, that at all. I mean, you can tell it's there, but it's not like a. You're gonna be running the bathroom after. No, no. Hopefully not. <laughs> you're attached to things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm on the other hand, I'm drinking their uh, German Pilsner, main to main, which is excellent. I mean, that's normally what I would have gotten, but I absolutely love. I mean, I'm. I'm dead serious. Like, I love strawberry rhubarb beers. And yeah. yeah. <clears throat> New Glarus's strawberry rhubarb sour ale is one of my favorite beers ever. Those are the first straw, first fruit beers that ever got me hooked on on like the idea. Besides like the answer crawlers and stuff like that, of fruit beer and Berliners and stuff was my brother's from Wisconsin or now lives there. He's not from there, but I feel like he's lived. He is from there now, and it's uh he would always bring back New Glarus. And then when I would go there, what got me with that was the same thing that was like my gateway beer, which was Hetty Topper and Focal from Vermont. 
was the fact that you couldn't get anywhere else. So like the beer nerd in me. Wait, that was the first craft beers you had? No, like the ones oh, that really say, set me like off. A humble brag. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, I was drinking uh no, no, light no. until I was <laughs> until I, I definitely a- was drinking the Lagunitas <laughs> and, and Stones of the World, but I was the ones that made me actually re- start to realize that there's beer that you can't just get yeah. anywhere. And I think the first thing with New Glarus was that it was like, wait, you can't get this stuff out of out of Wisconsin. It I is, need it now. Now it I need it. It's insane how much beer they sell yeah. and only in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and it, it is a it's a cool story. Um, you know, I, every time I'm there, I still am getting you know a spot of cow at the bar. That's really typically mm-hmm. my go to, at least like entryway drug to the night or what goes down because there are plenty of dive bars there to uh, partake in. But the, the spot of cow is just a solid. Solid safe bet. Are they still owned by the same founders? I think it's family owned, isn't it? Kind of like the Packers. I don't know. Yeah, Something I believe so. Yeah, still, yeah. I, I just know I've heard stories of you know them finding out that there was beer being sold illegally in like in like Minnesota and, or and Iowa like, or something, yeah. right? And, like, <laughs> and they've gone out and just been like, "Hey, thank you for trying to support us. Uh, we're going to buy it from you guys." But it's been like very uh, done for tactfully. I think so. So they're definitely um, small owned then, because no large company would right. do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless you're like Fudland or something, you know, um, which is not a large brewery either. So, all right. So you did you did some homebrew. You met one of um, Tony, Tony, yep. and decided you wanted to give starting a brewery a go. Yeah. So they uh, they were looking through. Tony was looking for um, an area. We had another partner at the beginning um, for a building that fit, and Tony went to school with my sister, uh, reached out through her to talk to Ken, my father, who's our third partner, um, and was interested in the building as a rental space, um, and we got the talking, and it was just capital was a, a big big deal and, and ken and i funny enough we're i've looking, heard it takes a lot of capital to open a brewery <laughs> yeah uh, yeah hence ken yeah right <laughs> <laughs> but, but there was um you know an opportunity and we prior to that we had just looked at possibly doing like a barbecue craft beer space here um it just the the gentleman we were talking about didn't really want the time investment as much and we couldn't yeah. get it at the time so we got to meet tony um sat down started talking about the plan and it literally like it, there was little things that I said, Hey, like I would like to be involved as like a, you know, we were silent partners, but, um, I had an iPhone five, which I thought was a good camera at the time. And <laughs> it was like, I also have, I mean, that was the pinnacle of uh, digital photography. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. For <laughs> sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> but the fact that I had an Instagram and knew how to work it a bit, um, they're like, yeah, let's run with it. And quickly learned that there was a, a big importance on that, especially as, um, the industry in the area has grown. Uh, we've had a lot of great breweries open in the area. So making sure that people know what is coming on tap every week and what we're doing uh, for our community has become exponentially important. Um, so that was an opportunity to kind of cut my teeth and really get to learn a lot. Um, you graduated up from the iPhone 5, though. What's, oh, yeah, a yeah. little bit. Yeah, success. Yeah. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's take a real quick sponsor break, and then let's talk about the early years of Lost Tavern. We will be right back. Uncapped is brought to you by one of Frederick's original Maryland craft beer destinations, located off of Urbana Pike, featuring a warm, inviting atmosphere and knowledgeable staff serving up fresh, locally sourced culinary creations and unique craft beers on tap. Open seven days a week, our friends at Roast House Pub invite you to enjoy a casual lunch, happy hour specials, delicious dinners, and specialty desserts. Follow them on social media to keep up to date on their monthly beer dinners, mom's spaghetti dinner battles, and what beer is being featured for Buck Above Monday. Idiom Brewing Company proudly offers a delicious variety of beers to satisfy the most discerning tastes. Best known for their wide array of IPAs, delicious fruited sours, and robust porters and stouts, Idiom has a simple goal in mind, to bring people from all walks of life together to enjoy themselves and each other. Whether you're a hophead looking for explosively juicy IPAs or one of the adventurous few looking to try boozy, sour, or complex flavors, or just looking to enjoy classic styles and seasonal favorites, they'll have a little something for you. Idiom Brewing Company is located in downtown Frederick, just south of the intersection of East Street and East Patrick Street, with ample seating directly on Carroll Creek. So which um which location was the original 
spot? Was it Hellertown or Bethlehem? No, yeah, you're sitting in it. Okay. Um, yeah, so Hellertown, uh, our former brew pad, which, you know, we just walked down from production facility, but this is where all the beer was brewed. Um, we actually bought that building tail end um, of 18 into 19 is basically when we settled on the new production facility. In the meantime, I had opened our Bethlehem tap room uh, within Rivian Bookshop, which is the oldest continually operating bookshop in America. Um, they wanted to revamp it. Um, Moravian College had just purchased it, now Moravian University, uh, but we were having trouble keeping up, so that was kind of the impetus of starting the production facility talks and thing. What um, what size brew house did you open with? We opened with a seven barrel. Okay. Yeah, so... It was, it's right here. Yeah, yeah, we had a seven barrel hot end. I, I followed the story. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he did say... <laughs> he pointed. You know, point, pointing at podcasts is not a good yeah. idea, right? Yeah, yeah. that's really my visual, visual things <laughs> are really... But I mean, I knew it was... <laughs> I was going to say, right here. <laughs> Over yeah. my shoulder. Yeah. yeah right if everyone shoulder. could just envision an open space behind Scott. That's Lorenzo, that's, by the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you can't figure it out, just look over your shoulder and just find an empty spot. Yeah. <laughs> With some chairs and tables. Yeah. Brewhouse could have been there. <laughs> yeah. So we, um, we, we started with a seven barrel fermenter, or sorry, seven barrel hot end, um, three seven barrel fermenters, and a seven barrel bright. Quickly added two more sevens out of the 15, maxed out our glycol, and then had to do some contracting for a couple of years uh, to keep up in the meantime while we were looking to open the production facility. Obviously, well, pandemic kind of played a role in slowing that up a little bit. But What size brew house was, is at your production facility? So now we're on a 15-barrel. Um, okay. We kept the sevens uh, so we could do like some smaller batch stuff, but then also added two more 15s on top of the other former 15 we had, all from Deutsche, and then um, added a 30-barrel and a couple more brights. So. So this opened 2019, right? Uh, this space opened in 2016. Oh, 2016. And then? We opened the production facility this May, actually, started okay. running there. We opened up um, Bethlehem Taproom in 2018, May of 2018. So you did nothing in 2019. I just, you said 2019 about something. Well, that was I when we, that was so when we closed on that building. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, when you got yeah, your yeah, iPhone 5. No, 6S, 6S <laughs> upgrade. <laughs> Yeah, because that was around when I asked you if you wanted to be a guest, and you told me no. <laughs> As a guest that might be able to understand now, I'm not the best on the podcast. So. No, no, no. It was you. You were was a you, real you, guy. You were in the thick of opening up the production facility see? when you. Look at what you, you just gracious. did. You see what he just did there? Thank you. What's that? Jesus, he really just. You had to bring that up. That he told that he, me no, that, that and he that, turned you down. That yeah. he was too big time for me. Yeah, totally. That's <laughs> I think he's like you didn't have. No, I'm not going to go to the followers thing, but sorry. no, no, that's not it. No, yeah, I, I have no concept of time anymore. So that, those two years kind of screwed us up. Yeah, a little bit. I think we're going on three <laughs> yeah. years. Yeah. Being screwed yeah. up yeah. at this time. The fastest and slowest uh, time of my life. I, it's been a. It, it was weird, but um, yeah, no. I mean, we we thankfully sold more beer as far as volume through covid than we ever did i mean it was a testament to our local support here uh we small towns love local yes yes i mean people in general like to support local but small towns really love local yeah our our uh you know local municipality has been extremely supportive from day one um and when we had to be like turn on a dime and say hey can we turn our parking lot into a beer garden it was quick acceptance that's allowing us to so many places that were not like that right yeah no i think the lehigh valley in general i mean i can speak for bethlehem as well um getting parklets uh and outdoor seating situated as quickly as possible um we luckily had these side windows um i know i'm pointing again but on they're on the side of the building you can just look over your other shoulder and see a window yeah so (laughs) to be able to um um, open quickly for to go. I mean, we we launched literally with over a weekend um, our to go sales as pre sale, um, and then sorry. <laughs> if you look over by. my shoulder now, <laughs> yeah, look over your <laughs> other shoulder, and you'll see Rob, also known as Hayes Boys. <laughs> um, yeah, you have a ridiculous amount of seating here. Yeah. With the the outdoor, are you going to be? Is that uh, is that indefinitely? Yes. Some you can keep now, or is yeah, yeah. So uh, the some of the outdoor seating that we like expanded here, n- none of it was. So we relicensed the building to have that being owned by Lost Tavern. Um, luckily, our partner Ken, who I spoke about, had a lot of influence on this this space, so I was able to quickly <laughs> turn the you know seven or eight spaces um, for the other bu- building into a parking lot. Tony worked. 
uh, with Roger Counterman, a local contractor, to build that outdoor bar uh, virtually in a week um, and able to kind of never shut down the show, so to say, besides when it was mandated. Yeah. Um, luckily, we got a hot dog roller, too, which was pretty pivotal through COVID because that stopped the spread. Hot dogs. Yeah. Good segue. Yeah. Segue to what? Well, Hops for Hope. Another word to our sponsors. Uh, oh, so we just going <laughs> to... I'm not sure what hot dogs have to do with our, our, our mutual friend, Dan from Full Tilt, is going to be coming up from oh. Hops for Hope. And he's, we're going to see how many hot dogs he can consume. Yeah, I completely screwed up the time. I wanted to talk about Hops for Hope first, like just to give like <laughs> the, quick, to get there. the quick details of it. So <laughs> let's take, uh, let's take, well, actually, first, let's take a real quick sponsor break. I uh, would get back, give like a quick run, like the short of what Hops for Hope is. You. Then we'll go back in the Lost Tavern story and then we'll like get all the details and backstory of hops for hope and everything. So we'll be right back. Thank you guys. I buy my beer at district East in downtown Frederick, Maryland. They have an amazing selection of local and hard to find beers. And I love the option of making my own mix and match custom six pack. District East is on Northeast street in Frederick in the same shopping center as showroom restaurant and Rockwell brewery. Most weeks they have over 950 beers in stock. Check out this week's selection at www.districteastbeer.com Are you planning on having custom glassware made for your business? Glassware availability for 2022 has already reached capacity and it looks like costs will predictably rise this year. Don't worry, ACS Brand My Beverage has you covered with over 6 million units of the most popular glass styles exclusively in their inventory to meet your branded glassware needs right now. Lock in today's lower prices and take immediate delivery or ACS will store your product for you until you're ready. Email sales at brandmybeverage.com or visit brandmybeverage.com to reserve your glassware. McClintock Distilling is Maryland's first and only certified organic distillery, handcrafting gins, whiskeys, vodkas, and cordials from non-GMO organic ingredients in downtown Frederick. Named the best vodka distillery in the country by USA Today, Best gin in the world at the International Spirits Competition and double gold at the World Spirits Competition for bourbon, rye, and gin. Open now for tours, tastings, and classes. Come sample the most awarded distillery in Frederick today. All right, Kenny, what is Hops for Hope? So Hops for Hope, um, as I mentioned earlier, I went to Penn State. Um, THON is a huge thing out there, pediatric cancer fundraiser, student run. Um, wished I was more involved during my time at Penn State and decided uh, when we had a business and an opportunity with a, a industry within an industry like craft brewing industry to really bring that to the next level um, locally here, uh, we we started the idea based on live music all day and the only time that we actually um, charge a cover. Um, so it started with just basically a bunch of our musicians that we have on a weekly basis here because we we generally have live music four to five nights a week at both locations. Um, volunteered their time. We were able to charge $5 a head to come in, and all that money was donated to uh, pediatric cancer. Um, so it started with that, and it's grown exponentially over the years. I think we raised $2,500 our first year, um, last year being the first time that we added Ports for Purpose, the beer festival session. Uh, we, we hit 20000 donation last year. Um, I mean, they were probably happy with the 2500 yes. so I can't imagine the... <laughs> the response when you notified them that they were going to be getting a $20,000. Yeah. Funny enough, day, day of the event, uh, one of the musicians, I kind of got in her ear. I was like, I think we're about to like double what we raised in the first five years together being $20,000 in the first five years in one day. And she got up on the mic and was like, big news. We just hit 20. And I was like, Oh guys, start donating. Cause we're like, we weren't there yet. Uh, luckily uh, we hit that number last year and we're looking to put that over the top this year. Uh, so long and short live music all day. We have a bunch of great food vendors. Um, and what has been so amazing about this industry coming from the steel is just a straight collaboration um, mentality of it. Uh, so how we reached out, or how we took that to the next level started last year was with the Ports for Purpose section. Um, reached out to all of our friends that we, we started with everybody that we've collabed with or had one in the planning at the time and said, hey, would you guys donate a little bit of beer and we're going to throw on a kick-ass beer festival. Um, and I think we we hit all the marks last year at, with, a, with a lot coming at us and we're like, 
let's see how this goes. Um, they got a little crazy. There were some flambongos uh, enjoyed, and um, but it was all for you. Great invited cost. us. I mean, don't I'm you sorry. don't you get what you get when you yeah, invite well, us? That, and that's so. why I did. <laughs> <laughs> Not you. If you know what you're gonna, maybe you didn't know what you're getting yourself into. But you um, invited us back. Absolutely. And not only did you invite us back, you invited us and told us to bring our friends. And so we've 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 tried to. If, if last year was one of the one of my best events that I just was a part of. I mean, and I've, I was pouring and we were at a lot of events last year. It's what we had a lot of fun at. Uh, it was, it was for pouring for district 96. The, it was Johnny's birthday, the owner's birthday. So uh, our, my daughter made this huge cake that we kind of took over the tap room at the end of the night and had the band played happy birthday for, but even before that, remember when it poured like in the second session, I would never think that the weather last year would have somehow made it a better event yeah. looking at the forecast. But like it, it was, you know, right, right coming out of like the, the, the height of COVID and <laughs> people was, were just looking for something like they were just happy it, it, that event was going on at that point. It, it is you know. my favorite day of the brewery every year um, for the fact that it is, a ton of fun all around a good cause and now with even more friends and uh quick thank you to scott because you've been amazing uh helping us grow this uh you're very well connected um and and have introduced us to quite a few new friends um who we've had the pleasure of hanging out with and making a couple beers with and uh can't thank everybody in enough for the support across the industry because it's uh we're just getting started i think i think breweries and themselves yeah they like to do beer festivals and stuff but it's when you tell them that it's for a cause it's like almost impossible for them to say no and i don't have any like look i'm not really in the beer industry myself i love it i'm a part of it in the sense that i've flowed around it enough so i have no problem asking somebody for something and it's the thing maybe different coming from me when i go to you know other half or i go to you know Will at Dream State or Tripping Animals and be like, "Hey, I need you to be here. I need beer for this event." And they're they're not going to say no, you well, know, but they want to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah I think sure. re- what's really cool too is you you've really you've given some of these really small breweries a chance too to be involved, like Other Half and <laughs> District Ninety Six. Well, District and- is small. <laughs> And, Come on. And trogues and imprints. <laughs> so you're really helping these smaller um, breweries get in front of people, too. Well, it's uh, a <laughs> nice segue. Um, yeah, no, we're, we're actually excited, very excited about this this year, too. Um, space is a little bit on the tighter end, even though we shut down the entire street here. Uh, but we are, were able to get our Lehigh Valley Brewers Guild that we're a part of involved this year. So we'll have a table that will, any brewery that won it, to participate or can honestly it's 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 tough on staffing everyone knows that right now to be able to uh have a showcase for the lehigh valley too because that beer scene has continued to grow and we're very proud to be a part of it so but yeah thank you other half i know <laughs> i mean they i feel like they should really I, I and you do a beer festival in, in pennsylvania you have to have trogues is that like it's obligation I think it was before the Senate, like a, a, a year or Ruled two ago, that. wasn't it? I think. No, we actually we got a chance to meet John through Evergreen. Uh, he was he showed up. They they have a very similar brew system, so help each other out in need, um, and are good friends. And then the guys at Warwick Farms also are good friends with John. So we got a chance to hang out with him over a couple beers a few times, and it's like, it's it's a kind of, you know, you're in all, you're hanging out with somebody who, one of your first craft beers from yeah. Pennsylvania that you got to enjoy, yeah, and now he's cool. like, he, uh, they're doing their whole new construction today, so he texts me this morning, and it's like, sorry, I, I can't make it out for a brew day, um, but it, it is really cool to see, like, you know, that's kind of where we all started at, and sure. they've taken the next level, but it's still, like, near and dear to the heart of working with, you know, they, they do collabs with Warwick Farms, who yeah. is, maybe they make amazing beer, um, and, but they're, they're new. You Warwick know, Farms like, will be here. Yes, it will. And they are probably one of the more hot new little breweries in PA, right? I would say. Yes, absolutely. And I can guarantee you that Ryan and Tim will partake in Fabongos. <laughs> okay. I've met them before. They're definitely good dudes. And I, we will, we will definitely have a great time. I'm looking forward to it. Everybody from districts coming out. Uh, Sands will be here, right? I yes. don't know yet. Uh, I, You'll be here. He'll be here. No, no. Are, oh, no, I'm sorry, because there's no, another event yeah. going on the same day. So there is something a little bit closer to your... Or you're not going No, there. no. It's just that uh, like 
I'm potentially going to be in Indiana the week before and then North Carolina the following week. I don't know. Right. I, I do want to put you on the spot. The yeah, full thanks. tilt boys are going to come up. That's what we're excited about. Yeah. I don't know why you'd be excited. Why? About that, I've, but I've, well, the hot dog roller would be on their table for sure. And <laughs> yes, we're going to bring it all back Dan's to the hot dogs. Th- yeah, he's yes. got a couple things to prove uh, that day. But no, uh, tickets are available now on our website, lostavernbrewing.com or lostavern.beer. Um, and yeah, there were, uh, we're blowing. Yeah, October. Thank you. Important detail. Um, it is. Uh, we're, we're filling up tickets a lot faster than they have ever any other year prior. Um, but we, we expanded ticket numbers too. So we, we still got some space and we're excited to see everybody out that day. We're going to be giving away a couple of tickets too, right? Oh, oh yes. segue. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this is the part of the program where I, um, drop the whale pods, um, plug that's sure. unpaid for. Yeah, seriously. Come on. It's, it's what it is. They're one of the sponsors of hops for hope. Whale right, pods. I'll allow it. Yes. Then. Thank you. So, so, uh, <laughs> So uh, when's Jim want to throw some money towards on cap? Well, let's let's talk about it after the show. Maybe one of the commercial breaks. Anyway, uh, the reason we're here today. How about the reason we're here today? Why are we all sitting here? Besides, we didn't all just come out for your podcast. I was told that's what it was for. <laughs> Tony no. actually just told me about the brew day. Yeah, I, there's, there's I was actually here for the podcast. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think the cool thing that's happening today is that we're all here. Yes, we came a little bit early to do the podcast, but a lot of the brewers that are going to be showcasing at the uh, hops for hope are going to be here today for a brew day right ken so what yeah. is it what are we what, yeah. are you, what are you putting in tanks or have so, so the last uh last few years we've released a beer specifically for hops for hope um last year lined up when we were actually launching the pours for purpose idea uh we were just uh brewing with heavy reel within the same week uh and we had that beer in the tanks and it was like I don't know how we got everything we did last year done in a short time frame, but that beer, I messaged Jeff and said, hey, you cool with that being like the Hops for Hope beer? And of course, he was jonesed up about it. Um, so from that... Is that he po- ever not jonesed up? No, I, I, I haven't seen it, <laughs> but God bless him for that. But no. Is Jones like high? Is that what that means? Just happy. Oh, okay. Cause he's, he's excited. Yeah. He's just always a happy, excited yeah, guy. I, I love Jeff. Yeah, we... And uh, Greg. We decided to um, take that to... Uh, a different level this year is invite everybody out. Uh, last year being our first one, we we're like, hey, everyone, you know, well, thanks for the donation of the beer, like 10 times over. You know, we'll have you guys set up, drink on us all day, and t shirt and tasting glass. That, that's a romantic idea, but everyone, I think, you know, the day gets carried away and everyone's running around. Uh, so we wanted to do a, a little pre thank you party um, on Brew Day. Uh, so this is our first of second to fill 30 barrels. Uh, we're hoping to get this beer out. Uh, to some of our accounts that we do. We don't do a lot of distribution today, but uh, make sure that that's on tap everywhere locally here, as well as hopefully get cans out to our Pennsylvania breweries that we can distribute um, to through our through our license. Um, Pennsylvania does have that awesome yeah. law where a brewery or actually any alcohol producer can sell any alcohol made by a, PA a, State. a Pennsylvania yeah, so we we've always decided to focus on the beer here. So we'll we'll bring. Oh, thank you. Speaking of which, how uh, how hard is uh, the cat trying to get sponsored by Miller High Life? It's a little one for you. Oh, he's yeah. not yet. No, he's no, not. no, no. I'm pushing it. No, Rob's Rob's the one that got a follow from Miller High Life. Yep, Hayes ah. boys got the follow from Miller High Life. I've done multiple reels with Miller High Life. <laughs> What about here for the beer? Have not been recognized at all. I'm no. literally going to have to go. To, I'm going to. Milwaukee next month and just kind of stand outside of their facility and, and just wonder what the hell's going on. So I, I handed Kenny a, a nice, real, actual big glass of High Life, a bottle of High Life, and, and uh, Chris got the, the nib. <laughs> it's adorable. But the, the beer, I saw the label for Kenny's kind of kept me up to date on the label. It's kind of a really sick idea, and I think you'll... Everybody's gonna love for the the collab beer that we're that's be going in the tanks today. Can you put my logo over top of Lorenzo? No. It's <laughs> <laughs> full. It's full. I've already seen it. We'll put it on the bottom. Yeah, I was trying to give you a little sneak peek, peek here too, Chris. Um, it's actually really cool, and and the bringing it right back to the whale pots. Every brewer that comes, and Chris will give you one too if you show up, uh, is gonna get a uh, unboxing pod. Filled with a four pack of the collab. 
it's actually really cool. Yeah, so we wanted we wanted to thank everybody formally um, about this this day and what they give and yeah, bring to cool. it. Uh, so we we made the label um, with our with our artist Gretchen Gross uh, to be kind of a stickered up cold room box as you see through most mm -hmm. tap rooms. Um, I mean, if this was really a cold box. I would slap my sticker right there, right on top of it. You, you <laughs> bring over just mine, bring, right? Bring a lot of bring a lot of stickers because it's uh, you'd be that guy, it's be right? A big like... cans, but <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's uh, look. I can't wait for it. I I look forward. I circle the date every year, and uh, I'm thank you for letting us be a part of it. Thank I'm, I'm going to try to make it up. You should. If I can get someone to watch, you can. I've our even kids. offered like we're going to go to the casino afterwards. There's dive bars. I was going to say, uh, dive bars, speaking of yes. which, yeah, you, I, I think the towns surrounding us are going to see a lot of dive bar the action. <laughs> host mayhem <laughs> this year. Um, all right, so let's go back to, well, actually, one more quick rundown. October 8th, losttavern.com or... Losttavernbrewing.com or losttavern.beer. Uh, tickets are on sale. They're right on like the the top uh, bar of the website to, to purchase now. Or if you can't make it out, there's also a donate button. Um, 100% of proceeds uh, from ticket sales and sponsorships will be going to the fight against pediatric cancer. Uh, do you, will there be walk up ticket sales or there? It, if, it depends if they yeah, make it. L last year, due to the weather, um, we had pre sold a bunch. Uh, there was some available this year. The price will be going up day of. We're going to take the ticket sales down um, October 1st. So okay. it gives us a couple more days to And you plan. still can come and enjoy, like, the tap room and, and the raffles Thank and the you. food and stuff like that and the music and not actually enter the the festival. So it's not like it's a closed yeah, we, event. You know, like, you can okay. still come and be a part of it. So. Yeah, we, 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 uh, we chatted about taking away the general admission for the day of that, but that's kind of how it all started, and we didn't want to do that. So it was $10 to enter that day. Um, yeah. We're actually we're working with a little company called A True Love Story, and they're going to be doing one thing our GM, Dina, brought up this past year was, like, it's a great day all about the kids. We don't really have a ton of kid-focused things that day but we always try to have a family friendly atmosphere so obviously beer fest session 21 and older yeah remember i got the i got the message from a couple of people because i was helping to promote for the festival and they're like can we bring our kids so i'm like quickly like messaging kenny i'm like kids allowed <laughs> i'm like i got kids you got kids and he's like no but we do this like so that's how i knew that there's plenty of stuff you can bring your kids you just can't actually get into the festival area yeah so a lot of people will bring like you know if it's a they split. Remember you told me. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll take, be like, they'll yeah, take turns. Uh, somebody will go in while the, while the other partner is out out at the uh, you know family focused area, and then switch. That's you know we're, we're flexible on that because it's it's all for a good cause. Um, it but, is for pediatric cancer. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, it'd be kind of screwed up if we didn't look like, out no for the kids. kids. Yeah. Not no not kids. not this day. No, no way. <laughs> Every other day, yeah. but today. Are you crazy? It's for pediatric. We don't cancer. like kids. <laughs> yeah. So Kyle from True Love Story is actually doing an interactive mural, which is going to be really cool, like a paintball throw, um, sponge ball at a big canvas I'm, for kids. I'm not, now I'm contemplating which I'm, side of the uh, I'm gonna brewery I'm going to go to. Yeah, I'll be part. I'll be part of that mural. Uh, arts and crafts area. He's going to be doing some face painting. Um, so. So it, it's it's fun for the whole family and how about the nifty lion the nifty 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 what is thank you yeah nifty i know that, 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 that mascot makes an appearance he does he he shall again this year yeah yeah there will actually be a photo booth set up over uh for the whole family over there um I remember thinking, like, is that just some, like, knockoff? And then you had told me, like, no, dude, I went there. Like, I got connections. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, we get we get one of the official suits for that day. Mm -hmm. I mean, unless kids are listening to this podcast. Then yeah, like, Saquon, Saquon, Bar Saquon Barkley's going to be here, too, right? Uh, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. That was no. Sorry. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not. <laughs> Yet. Saquon? <laughs> <laughs> Craft beer industry? <laughs> that was not. Saquon Barkley will not be at the event. Not that we know of yet. That we know of yet. Have a growth mindset. If <laughs> <laughs> speak it to fruition, if we just if we put it out there enough, maybe he just has to show up. It is a Saturday. It's not a Sunday. That's true. It's not. Yeah, he doesn't That's have to true. play that day. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they don't have any kind of. They probably don't have anything going on on a Saturday. <laughs> no, it's going to be a party, guys. So you get to come out and uh, do it up once again for the kids. And this is 
my math's correct, the sixth year? Uh, this will be the seventh. Yeah, we started. We, we, not we, I forgot to carry the one. Well, we, we, yeah, we, we somehow, I mean, again, the, it started off very, very different the first year, but I think we put the first one together in a few weeks. So it was a handful of musicians and still raised a good amount of money. But yeah. It was just hanging out at the bar with Kenny. No. <laughs> it's like, hey. I play my part. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you already kind of answered one of the questions I would have had, and that was, do you do much distributing? But you already said you kind of don't. We're, do you we're, do any at all? Or we're, It's all self-distribution right now. Okay. Um, we're definitely dipping our toes in that water more now with the new capacity. Excuse me. Yeah, um, until to, you had that online, you probably weren't even able to keep up with well, two be, tap rooms. Right? We were behind uh, when we opened up the new space and then we're chugging on all cylinders uh shout out to our brewers because they were working nonstop uh to get all the tanks filled as quickly as possible make sure the tap stayed as full as possible then it's festival season starts in bethlehem uh so we got hit pretty hard with music fest and everything else um but now we're we're thankfully caught up uh so all the taps will be filled for hops for sure how close is the bethlehem tap room to the sarah mansion very close yeah yeah within like it, people, you can walk for sure. So the, f- the, first, the first time my wife and I ever went away together, we stayed at the Sarah Mansion. More importantly, Haunted. how close is the Bethlehem Tap Room to the casino? Close enough. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> close, close enough either way we should be. But it's yeah. haunted? A little something for Sarah Mansion? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't yeah. hear that story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, I've never stayed there, but... Because it, it's haunted. Yeah, well, I'm terrified. Because <laughs> people ghosts. die there. <laughs> that and my house is <laughs> in between our tap rooms. But yeah, no. <laughs> no, it's uh, Bethlehem's a, is a happening town. It's cool. And seeing what, uh, talking about steel towns, um, you know, Southside was kind of part of like what you were talking about earlier about probably where a lot of the dive bars and, and small mom and pop shops were opened up. And it's really cool what's going on down there. Some really great breweries, distilleries. Um, I, saw, I saw Zach and Mary make a porno in Bethlehem. Oh, well, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. Mir Servino? No. No? Who makes a porno then? Zach and Mary make a porno. Uh, totally you were thinking of different, yeah, I was thinking of the one with Phoebe from Friends. No, this was Seth Rogen and oh. someone else. It's a Kevin Smith movie. I was going to say, it was the only one way that Chris was not going to get Kevin Smith mentioned in this podcast. <laughs> With Clerks coming out, and he just it's met all- Kevin Smith. Do you want to tell us that story? Have you talked about that in the podcast yet? Or you actually did a podcast about it, or no? No, no I did not. I, Come on, that's um, pretty cool, though. No, be- this might be the first one I've recorded since that happened. You were in D.C.? Tell me that little quick story. Went wanna- to D.C. to see Clerks 3. Oh, okay. and Fantastic movie. And you got interviewed and, by Kevin? Yeah. Okay. There was a little meet and greet thing. There was about 10 of us before the movie. See, it I'm comes. a Jersey boy, so like Clerks and Mall Rats, like that hits home for me, but you're not. I mean, how does, how does that like, how does just... The podcast. No, but no I just love his movies. What, I mean, well, that's well, what I'm d- saying. Like, dog, what, Well, Dogma, Dogma and Zach and Miri were, were both filmed in Pittsburgh. Okay. So he left Jersey to do those. Those are the really shitty ones, though. That's why. No, they're it's nope, two just best ones. Best. Nope. Mall rats and clerks <laughs> are the best ones. No, Dogma is the best. No way. It's got Chris Rock in What it. town did you grow up in? in Pitts- like near Pittsburgh? South Hills. Okay. Jefferson Hills, specifically. Okay. Yeah, no, I was just a steel town, and we still do business out that way, and I was I was curious. But I grew up, like, right near Clareton. Okay. All right. Right on. Right on. Really charming area of the country. <laughs> I recently saw a barstool thing where Kevin Smith talked about what he was able to. Did you see it? No, no I'll tell you off air. Uh, yeah, it's, it's probably, not for uncapped. It's, it's not. Yeah. It's not. You said barstool. Yeah, so exactly. I know it's, it's probably not. You after it's horrible. <laughs> I love that. Which which barstool show was it? It was uh, KFC, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah that's was, definitely. It was not. bad. It was bad. <laughs> he admitted to some really bad stuff. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Um, how do we get this back on track? Okay, so, <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna be your, your either your most listened to or your your least listened to podcast. Nah, it definitely won't be on either extreme. Oh, make it happen! It'll be guys. a solid top ten percent. <laughs> make it happen or don't make it happen, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't half-ass this. Yeah, right. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so thanks, Scott. That sounds good for everyone. Um, so you opened the production facility last year. No, th- yeah, this year, this, <laughs> this, this year. May. Yeah. You hit the button so that you're gonna go back and take that out. Is that what you did? You bet. Oh, I just want to make. God damn. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna go back and hit I'm gonna make again. sure that noise wasn't super loud. <laughs> but now that we're talking about, it, I'm just gonna leave it there because now you've. I just can made confirm it, it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't hear it. Uh, why? Why did I think having you on too was a good idea? I don't know. That was probably top 10 mistakes of my life. I'm going to get you at least five more listeners. Like my Man. mom. <laughs> Miller High Life. No, definitely <laughs> not them. Your mom. Uh, my mom. <laughs> just, just say something about Lost Tavern so we get my kids back on <laughs> When did the production you, facility open yeah. this this past so, May? So when did? <laughs> oh, that's right. Because it was like la- late last year. I asked you to be a guest. And you oh, that said was when. No. I, oh, oh, that back to okay. This again. We were doing that. Yeah, <laughs> the no, callback. Yeah, yeah. No, we uh, <laughs> plug for Deutsche Beverage right now to get us back on track. Uh, yeah, no, they're actually a sponsor of this event as well, Hopper Hope. But their uh, their system came in. Um, few months prior to being able to put it on the floor, got everything set, and uh, they were out here just making sure that we properly trained on the transition over. And uh, again, another kudos for brewers. They, these guys like picked it up and ran with it. it. We, I don't know if there's a beer yet, in my humble opinion, that we've rebrewed from what we brewed on the seven barrel that hasn't been exponentially better. Um, and it's it's really exciting because this is like I, I think what would still be considered like a dialing in period, but uh, kind of actually how we got hooked up with the Warwick guys because they they have a Deutsche uh, system, so got together with them um, and they've been you know basically always offering hey if there's anything we can come out and and help you guys out with like starting up, but it's been a, a really nice transition to this uh, this new capacity and way of doing things. Do you have a canning line or do you mobile can? We have a canning line, a small micro canner um, that we actually just got the labeler up and running on this past week. We had a, a guy we're really excited to. His name's Mike. Um, he Calzola. He he just uh, shout out Mike. Yeah, what's up, Mike? Um, but he he was spending a lot of hours every week labeling a can at a time. Uh, so we had, yeah, <laughs> semi-automatic uh, labeler. But, uh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> um, but no, he uh, he's excited to be able to have the time to grow with the company too. So we're looking at, you know, possibly adding another person to the brew staff as well um, and just being able to uh, dip our toes a little bit more in the water distribution to your, excuse me, question earlier. Do you know it really does not taste well good? Oh, that? Switching between oh. <laughs> a strawberry rhubarb sour I and high life. Whoa, 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 whoa. Because have you ever had a spaghetti? Have you ever done that? Uh, no. Yeah. Right. But I can just Yes. Tell, Kenny's like, yes. <laughs> but I can just tell you, like, taking a sip of one, going to the other is not Yes, good. and yet. Well, I mean, well, mix what is Kempati? Like, what is, it's, it's an Italian liqueur, but it's, I don't know, it's not like cherry. It's like kind of like black licorice slash orange yeah. flavor going on. So you basically take a shot of that or pour of that and lemon juice into a high life. I will, you'll be, it's, it'll, it's, it's, it's uh, life changing. We'll get you on. Just like a shot of Malort. No, 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 no. <laughs> My lord is the is uh it's life changing. It's, it's the devil's juice. I don't that nope. Have you ever had Malort? No. You, no? What? No. no. Uh, like the devil's juice. I it's I'm so not excited. good. It's not good, but it's like a rite of passage. It's like a it's a Chicago thing, but yeah. like it's made its way to Florida. Like I know Oh, it's all over the place. Yeah. Like it's Russell, did we do? We did it in Maine. We, yeah. Yeah. So oh, who God. who was the some was, maniac had a ton of little like you did. I'm not the one that oh, brought Somebody on who had be- that? No, it was. Uh, what is it? It's a. Lico- Sorry, it's a. It's, it's a, just awful. Yeah, but it's a Chicago staple. It's I like know. this I stuff. Tried this. It's really bad. We'll try to get some for Rob. Yeah, hey man, yeah. We'll put it in the flabongo. Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's one. Like, it, the second you take a sip of it, you regret. Like everything, everything that led up to that <laughs> yeah. in your life. <laughs> Every decision you made to lead you to that moment, you regret. Okay. I saw I saw a beer that okay. was done in uh, in Malort barrels. It was in Chicago, and it was. I'm like, no yeah. way. And oh. somebody did a review on. It, I'm like, nope. 
Not for me. What does it taste like? I don't know. It's hard to even describe it because it's like it's like regret. part gasoline. Yeah, definitely three. Yeah, like, it tastes like regret. <laughs> three parts <laughs> regret. Broken dreams. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, sign me up. I'm sorry. I have been missing this awesome <laughs> it's time storm. Time for you to get on the Malort yeah, train. Yeah, right. my bad. <laughs> and it's not even like a booze that you can like like. Like it's not like there's cocktails around it, right? Like you can like jazz Chicago, it up with something. There probably yeah, are. Maybe sure there that's are, why there's so many maybe. murders in Chicago. People <laughs> are drinking Malort. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so close to murder. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. I almost regret having Scott join in. No, as you much don't. as no, 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 no. You're a lovely man. And so we have we have what, how much time do we have to kill here? Like, well, you, it's a podcast, so it's really unlimited. Well, I didn't know if I for, didn't know if like you're you know you need to. You need to reach a certain limit. What do we need to do to make this either the least listened to or most listened to? Hopefully, the f- we can get Rob in here. That'll definitely oh, oh. do it. If we get Hayes boys in here, it's like <laughs> right off the bat, like people will. No, actually, he's probably he'll probably up it. The savage. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Kenny's a real master. Like I, did, I, this is how Kenny and I got to go. If you want to know the, that story, the acting is phenomenal. The <sighs> that that Chris iPhone 6S video can't com- replace it. coupled can't. with the, I mean, it's like Juilliard level <laughs> acting. I, I even regard his editing. I mean, his, assume that's, that's what you went to Penn State for, right? Theater? No. <laughs> theater, theater. No. Oh. I did take one elective. <laughs> in that. I didn't attend. But. No, that's, that's in a nice little... Uh, outlet from the other gig actually being able to you know like scott just mentioned we met through district 96 um and then found out we had a passion for making really weird <laughs> shit uh <laughs> really on the really really <laughs> weird yeah shit. talk about uh was it what was the uh, movie before that you Zach and Zach Mary make a porno. Yeah, Scott, yeah, Scott and Mary make a porno. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry Scott and Kenny make a porno. <laughs> yeah, is right. that what we're doing later? <laughs> Not yet. I yes. have all my mics <laughs> and video equipment with me. If you need, I don't know if you brought any of that liquor from Chicago, but um, unfortunately, no. But I bet there's a place nearby that sells it. Yeah. I don't know. Probably. I, I um, I. I appreciate Kenny with what he does for Lost Tavern, but I think that we've kind of made a connection with his uh, with his real work, and it's a, it's a it's something that I enjoy doing. Kenny kind of has to do because it's got to run his business off of it. But well, there was there was a point in time where I feel like Lost Tavern's Instagram like made a real success. Oh, sorry, I was <laughs> saying what that's. What. <laughs> But like no, like you, you really started leaning. Why, leaned why into like, it hard? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> leaning into video and like yeah, algorithms per- rule everything around production. me, as they say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he messaged me one day and said, "Hey, what do you think of these reels?" I'm like, "Yeah, we should do them." Yeah, no, it's uh, we we're hanging out at Tim Bar, and I was me like, to "Do a reel with you?" Well, no, this is the first time he met you. Do you want to do a reel with me? Oh, yeah, like please. like one of like the like a phone call one. Those are, I think they're they're gonna be. I think that's a new thing. I like the one you did with Dan. We kind of well, phoned it in. Well, half of it was good. No, I thought Dan's was good. No, Ken's, Kenny's part was good. Dan's oh, was goodness. atrocious. All right, brewers are rolling in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that it's uh, it's fun. I, I, um, I, funny enough, I, I do most of them alone because I don't like, hence when I run a podcast, I don't like being on camera that much. But if I'm by myself and I get, I can get extra weird. yeah. Kenny's inspiration for me to get on camera. Like, I never did it. I would fight it tooth and nail. I would get, and then I realized nobody else would do it. Like, I couldn't convince my wife to get on camera. Johnny was too hard to, to like, to, like, tie down and to get him. And, like, when it when I'll he did, my face into anything. It took, like, 12 takes, 13 takes with John. Like, I'm, I'm like, all right, this is horrible. You Lauren from Tim Bar was my inspiration to get better at acting. Yeah, we, that, was, just, that was really the one that we did. We did the Shit's Creek one. At uh, Lost Tavern, at a uh, tin barn when when Kenny was vis- when Kenny was visiting and yeah, and she just put me to school real quick on one takes and I just was <laughs> like I gotta elevate my skills. No, you so. were great. I would work with you every day over John. Sorry, no. Uh. <laughs> Johnny is horrible. You know, like when real has like, you know, there's there's speaking parts to it. I'm a big lip syncer. You're not a big lip syncer in yours. Not you like do more. You're weird things. Yeah. Yeah. I know movie magic has always been kind of a cool thing. And I'm like, how can we make this happen on these reels? And yeah, I go more for like viral and like stuff that's happening and I get inspired by that. But cause I'm not as, 
we did that one that I, like the uh, I'm pointing again, but um, our our fridge opened up as I was like opening a book up, and everyone was like, "How did you cut those two together?" I remember that so was a really good one. I'm like, That's what no. I mean. Like at some point, yeah, even I, before you started really doing a lot of reels, you just had a ton of like very creative videos that you were doing with well, the high, it. high production, I, I, high production stuff. I, I mean, but the funny thing is, is when, when people ask that question, I was like, guys, I just tied a rope to my leg and tied <laughs> it to the bottom of the fridge. Oh, I, yeah. I, 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 yeah, uh, but not everyone like, thinks of that, uh, yeah. especially not for an Instagram post. Uh, you're, you, when you get into reels, your brain has to think differently. Like, you just have to, like, you, you really, people ask me, how do you kind of come up with the ideas? And I'm like, I literally just flip through reels like, like TikTok would do. You just kind of copy sw- them. But you have to, you have, you do copy them. I mean, that's what I it all is, is a copy. Yeah, but it's how do you, how do you make this fit into what you want it to fit into? Like, if I'm doing one for, oh, I have, I have yeah. a couple saved to do yeah. of you that just, you might not agree with. I'm, I probably at, won't at agree with them, but today, I, oh, you I, don't have to cooperate. <laughs> all you have to do is be in front of me in my camera. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did it, did it too. But you, the whole idea of them is how do you take what you want to, like, how do you take what you want to get across and put it into this, whether audio or idea? And this is how I kind of got the whale pod gig was like, he's like, well, how do we, Dick, how do we, uh, how are you going to do this? I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, you got to sell a box. Like, if you're going to sell a box, there's, you, you have to trick them into selling a box. You have to kind of, you know, looks like squirrel, like, look over here. Like, hey, we're talking about something else. But by the way, you just learned something about a whale pod. You know, like, and it's the same thing with, with beer or whatever. You have to kind of connect the dots back to... It's the nicest box on the internet, though. It is the pod. nicest box on the internet, by far. <laughs> by far. That's what no. I'm saying. Yeah, no, I... What, uh, um, actually, I'll ask you later. <laughs> Wait, go ahead, sorry. No, I was. It, it's funny. We, we did these... Uh, we were just talking about it amongst ownership the other day of, um, you know, how do, we, how do we continue to get better and this and that. We did an employee evaluation uh, about management and owners... Early on, just being like, hey, what can we, you know, which were, it was funny because, you know, some of them were taken seriously. Most of them were taken seriously. Some weren't. But um, one thing I got back was like, I, it, even though they're anonymous, it was like for definitely for one of the brewers saying like, Kenny comes down with his camera and sometimes I'm just trying to run a brew day and kind of gets in the way, you know, type situation. It was, Evan. It was definitely, so it could, was not, it was not, not Evan, Evan because so Evan's the one who jumps in now. You could definitely do that reel of oh, shit, when, oh shit, yeah, right? <laughs> it, could, it could just be when, when Kenny shows up in the brew house with exactly. his camera, with his iPhone success. Anytime <laughs> I walk in a room, somebody just goes, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. That's how they feel at district when I show up. It's I, I try to tread lightly, but luckily, I mean, you brought up Evan. He's got a background. Evan's an actor. Yeah, he's he a good is. actor. Weren't, he's a good brewer, luckily, too. But, I mean, he yeah, he's good. Weren't you on a list of, of um, brewery <laughs> Instagram accounts that should be followed? You're on some. I made that list. <laughs> that uh. other Maybe the other Kenny made that list? Uh, I don't know. I thought, oh, no, we don't go there. Yeah. Well, I, I was just going to say, like, two-thirds of the people here have been recognized by... <laughs> I wasn't? No, you were. Oh, okay. Let's see this list. Maybe you were. I don't remember. That's fine. Um, I'll be like majorly disappointed if I open up and <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um I feel like there's probably a million and one questions that I haven't asked, but because the we're next time so he asks you do you ask him to do a podcast and he says no. No, that won't happen. He did he did say he no did once. Remember. Yeah, he did say no. It was no last once. year, I think. At no, some point, no, I actually, don't. I could probably find when it yeah, was. I think easily. My my <laughs> response was just no, no for sure. And then the like the last time I asked, he just didn't even respond to me. <laughs> I, so it's, I actually, could, I can find it because still my unread message. It did definitely. You left yeah. me on unread. Yeah. No. <laughs> I can say this about about messaging with Kenny. It's like it's at weird hours of the morning or night that you get him. And then the other time he's doing other things, but then he'll just go on a war path of just messaging you left and right. But you have to find, and it's with most brewers, with most guys that have like. You oh, know, he also told me to go to hell on something else. I asked him if he wanted to do. Is that what it was? To go to hell. <laughs> I mean, it does say that. Uh, God, we'd love yeah. to. We'd love to participate. Gandonly, go to hell, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> and you hit my intonation so. Well. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm a spurt texter slash. You sorry. are. Sorry for all those who have not hit a spurt, by the way. <laughs> they're clearly, message, local, they're clearly messaging you at noon. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> when you're actually doing work. 
Um, I, I mean, there's probably a million things about Lost Tavern that we didn't cover. But Scott keeps Lost taking us October off. 8th. Yeah, Lost Tavern. Brewing. Dot beer. Dot beer. No, it's hope. not brewing dot beer. It's no, brewing.com. Yeah, yeah, we morphed them. Yeah, LostTavernBrewing.com or LostTavern.beer. Um, do you want to answer some intentionally stupid questions? I feel like I had to add the intentionally yes. stupid. <laughs> what have we been time. doing so far? That's yeah. why I add. Normally I don't say intentionally <laughs> stupid because I feel like... I'm going to answer them the same way. <laughs> <laughs> um, who would win in a battle between a ninja and a pirate? Definitely a ninja. No. That's the wrong answer, but <laughs> thank you for playing. Uh, who makes the best fast food French fries? Defend your answer. Hmm. I'm going to have to go with, is Chick-fil-A still considered fast food? Sure. I mean, I think so, Except yeah. on a Sunday. I mean, it's not really um, fine dining. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on who you are. That yeah, might be. yeah. Um, it's definitely the so wrong Burger answer, King. But. Yeah, no, Burger King, yeah. <laughs> is, is Chick-fil-A considered fast food? Yeah, definitely Burger King. <laughs> Why? Why? Because they just are. Is yeah, that- they're the king. <laughs> That's the answer. What's the scariest movie you've ever watched? Anything with my wife. Um, what? No, I mean that's usually what. That's the only time I watch oh, scary oh, movies. Oh, you mean sitting alongside of her? <sighs> scariest Not movie with her I've ever it. seen. Ooh, The Notebook. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. What's scarier, aliens or clowns? Rich from Tim Barn. <laughs> he is scary. Over yeah. my shoulder, you can. If you're looking over my shoulder, <laughs> if you're looking over Scott's shoulder, Rich from Tim Barn is scarier than aliens or clowns. Name a famous person that you would love to meet. Ha- you already haven't. Hmm. Donatello from Ninja Turtles. He's not real. He's the purple one. Yeah, yeah I was playing with his action figure this week with my daughter, so he is. <laughs> I don't think they're real, though. Well, then I've been lying to her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're an awful father. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. Re- there was, those are not real turtles. <laughs> The Burger King himself. Okay, <laughs> sorry. He's, he's real. He's been on commercials. He's real, and I've had his French fries. Yes. Um, is Nickelback actually a good band? Mm. I'd have to say yes. I Personally, I listen to too much shitty music. You'll get along great with screen. Dan then. Dan per- is a huge Nickelback, Nickelback fan boy. He's a Pearl Jam fan. But... <laughs> <laughs> What's better, Leonard Kenny or um, Shorzy? Letter Kenny. I was disappointed by. It. Although I, I, I need to give Shorzy another chance. I, I only. Um, does pineapple belong on a pizza? Mm, I'd say no. One hundred percent correct. Yeah. You do some weird shit here with pizza, though. I, I, I eat some weird shit too. It just doesn't. Eh, not for me. What is it? It's onions. What do you put on your pizza? And you mushroom? What do you? Put? We did mushroom, pepperoni, onion. Yeah, that seems. It's a, do you have a pierogi pizza? Have you ever had pierogi pizza? It's amazing. I haven't. It's really to good. date, but that's going to happen probably today. Now <laughs> <laughs> you came to the right town. You're inspired. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you were a wrestler, what would your walkout music be? Photograph. And <laughs> hmm, I'd like to say Baby Shark. <laughs> I think I think if I was a wrestler now, it would be like the Timmy Trumpet song. <laughs> how how do you feel about garden gnomes? They're adorable, <laughs> for sure, just like your beer over there. <laughs> Another visual aid. <laughs> well, if they listen to the whole thing, and the high life is cute. <laughs> Pinky's up. How many pairs of underwear do you pack for a three-day trip? Oof. Usually not enough, but like eight. Eight? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> what do you have going on? <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> Is a hot dog a sandwich? Ooh. No. No, it's like more of like a taco. American taco for me. American <laughs> <personally>. taco. <laughs> 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 Correct. 
Can we start this <laughs> off with this section? Yeah, I think it's really going to get people interested. Nobody's going to get to this part, right? Nobody's going to get to this. No, people definitely do because this is the this is the part of most interviews that if like people come up to me and mention the podcast, they talk about these questions because <laughs> they skip ahead. I probably <laughs> is Die Hard a Christmas movie. I watched it during Christmas. I don't feel like it is, though. No, uh, no. It happens no, during I, I, Christmas. I know, I know. So do a lot of things. <laughs> 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 Who is the real bully, Daniel LaRusso or Johnny Lawrence? Oh, I'm going to go with LaRusso on this one. Yeah, I mean, that is the correct answer. Okay. There are, it's not, though, but okay. I, 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 hear hey. both, I hear both arguments, but I... I, I prefer to be wrong. Okay. <laughs> if you were having a plumbing issue, who would you hire, Mario or Luigi? Luigi on this one. Get. That's the correct <laughs> answer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Explain your answer. Pipes are small. I, mean, I, I don't know. It feels like he's skinnier. He can probably, oh. you know what I mean? Like get get up in there. The fame's probably gone to Mario's head. Yeah, like, that's you know. true too. There's Mario's a, just the billing. He just takes care of the money. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's all about the coins. What's the best Robin Williams movie? Mm. What are we looking for here? Comedy or the best one? Two? Just what's the best one? You're probably going to be wrong. I, but yeah, I was going to go Patch. Patch but, Adams. Yeah. Nice, nice try, but it's actually a one-hour photo. Huh. Uh, that was huh? more serious, though, no? I didn't put a quantifier oh, on I it. Know. I was going to say. Just said the best. Do you wash apples before eating them? Hmm. I guess I don't. I just trust somebody else did. <laughs> That's kind of shitty, right? But I know, they're in the fridge. I, no, I mean, it's about the wax that's yeah. on them, I think. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. What would the title of your biography be? Ooh. Hmm. A really real life. Ooh. Is that deep, Scott? It is. Mine would be, is this over yet? Oh. Because you want this to be over? No, no, I meant like my life. Oh, that's grim. <laughs> uh, flats or drumsticks? Sorry, repeat the question. Flats or drumsticks? Drumsticks. Yes. That's wrong, but no, it okay. isn't, dude. Uh, pizza or tacos Fuck. or American tacos? My two favorite choices for mm. if I had to live on an island, uh, I'm going to have to go pizza on my. I, I, I kind of lean towards that too. What's the best Starburst color? Pink. That's the correct answer. That's oh, a, a softball. Oh, red's close. And you would not believe how many people answer that wrong to really wrong and say something stupid like yellow or orange. <laughs> yellow get definitely wrong. Out. Sorry. Who would play you in a movie about your life? Scott. <laughs> Me. <laughs> <laughs> or Lauren, because she would act it better. Justice. Yeah, yeah. Lauren right. from Tin Bar is over my shoulder. Yeah, she's now filling the the open void where the brew house used to be now. Hi, Lauren. <laughs> All right, Kenny, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. I apologize um, for how this went and allowing Scott to be involved. Um, it's always a pleasure. I have no, <laughs> I have no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> no, regrets. no regrets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is the worst concert you've ever attended? Mm, that would have to be... <laughs> Chingy. I saw Chingy in concert. Yeah. I don't even know who that is. Yeah. Hotel party. It'll bring it back. <laughs> All right. Uh, and everyone else, thank you for listening. Uh, and I apologize to you also. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Adios. Thank you. Cheers. The Uncapped Podcast is produced by Graham Cullen and me, Chris Sands. Be sure to like us on Facebook. And if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please leave us a review on Google Play or the iTunes Store. A special thanks to Double Motorcycle for providing our theme music. Thanks for listening. Oh my God, that's good.